Sally, what you waddling around for? I got a corn cob up my twat. I'm a bleeding on it. <laughs> It is Halloween on Saturday, October 31st, live from the Live Dudes Bunker, 666 goddamn feet beneath the most depressing city in the continental United States, St. Louis, Missouri. My name is J-Mac, host of Live Dudes, the sexiest podcast allowed by law, joined by my comedic life partner and funniest man in the world, Adam LeSueur. What up? And, and we've got... A special show planned for you, but before we get to any of that, I just want to just kick off the show right away with the latest release from J Mac Attack, and then we'll get into the rest of it. Because frankly, sir, um, we've been talking about this a long time. Yes, we have. Personally, feel it's a high water mark. I think of so. J, J Mac Attack. Yes. And I don't want to talk to death. Maybe we'll talk a little about it a little bit after the people have heard it. So let's go ahead and play the track. Yep. Here you go, folks. And go. then, uh, of course, it is available on YouTube and LiveDudes.net and JMacAttack.com. So here it is. World premiere, kind of. I hope I die fucking. Enjoy.
fucking liquor store But I'll still keep coming back for more Life means nothing, I hope I die There was. What'd y'all think of that? I didn't want to wait too long. I, I just wanted to get it out of the way really quickly and just sort of, uh, so we get a little chance to talk about it. I hope I die fucking. I've got to say it's probably a little more myself in that song than I would like to admit. Eh. Yeah. Did, didn't you feel Dude, that way? It's kind of like our, it's kind of like our anthem, dude. I mean. it's a, It's an exaggerated version of our lives. Well, yeah. Obviously, you haven't. To my knowledge, killed any cocksuckers. Right, right, exactly. But 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 if you think if you think about the lyrics to that song, uh, ninety three Grand Marquis mullet and me. That's that's right there. That is right there. Uh, you've you've got a nine millimeter. Yep. I don't know if you keep it under the floor. Right. But I don't know. Why don't you give me your thoughts on that? What what was your first impression when you when um when I when I played the demo for you and you heard the lines I'd written for you. And were you happy with it? Yeah, I was. Actually, I was like, you know what, dude? This is like this is like our anthem. Yeah, I mean, we exaggerated a lot of stuff, but I mean, this I mean, these were the streets we grew up in. It was this is North County, part bro. of our life, man. North County, bro. Yeah, North County, motherfuckers. Was there was there any lines in it that you that that I wrote that you uh, changed it at, at all? Uh, the only, I think the only one I really changed was, uh, we went from, uh, 16 rounds to 15. I think that's about it, really. Because nine millimeters have 15 and 17? 15, 17, I think up to 30. And the original number was 16. Yes. But I, this is, this is an example of an idea that I've had rolling around in my head for probably... A couple may, years? Maybe, maybe five years I've had that, that chorus, life means nothing, I hope I die fucking... Really, but yeah, it's but that's kinda, all you had. That's all I had. I had no melody. I had no, you know, beat. I just, I it was, it was a rhyme that I don't know. It's probably kind of stupid now, but I was looking for a place to put it, and uh, I think we found the place. And of uh, course, exactly, it's it's half stolen material. I'm not going to tell you what I stole it from because nope. I don't want I don't want to give away the secret. And then uh, layered with more instruments and vocals and stuff. So if you heard the original song. You might be able to tell. But I think it would ruin, like, my lady was on one of her CDs, and she goes, now, now I hear this fucking Jay McAttack bullshit whenever I play this song. <laughs> because oh, it well. does ruin the the real song for you. I mean, if you if you think that ruins the song, wait till you hear Sex Machine. Right. Which is another <laughs> one that we're working on. Yep, yep. Yeah, you know, Sex Machine. Why don't you talk about the video shoot a little bit? How, how we did that. Uh, I got I got my wine again this this evening. It's been making me pretty silly, and I like it. That's good. Uh, basically, what we did is uh, we drove around and shot video of uh, basically where we grew up, uh, different uh, landmarks, and uh, you know, just gave you guys a shot of who we are and where we came from. Because if you're listening to this on on the on the internet, you could be listen, you could be anywhere in the world, right? Probably most of our listeners are local, but th- these are the streets that we literally grew up on. Now, some of the some of the shots are more downtown, but I mean, dude, when we went to baseball games, we went downtown. Yep, yes, we did. My dad always be like, "Don't talk to the bums. Don't look at nobody and lock your doors." 
And if you smell urine, just just don't say nothing. Right. <laughs> Did your dad ever take you downtown to the to the baseball games? Uh, Bush, Bush Stadium. Uh, I my guess. grandpa did a lot. I think my dad took me to one football game when the Cardinals were still. Oh here, man, that's old. That's old that. school. That was in the eighties. Correct. I think the Cardinals left in the eighties. Yep. Yeah. So it was some some of downtown St. Louis. I wanted to, if you look carefully, you can see a shot of the arch. Yep. Actually, a couple, a couple times we did get a shot of the. Arch. Probably my favorite shot in the the video, besides me and you being stupid with vacuum cleaners and payphones, yes, is the shot of fried chicken and catfish, and then pan oh, yeah. over to the Ferguson sign. Yep, yeah, that was a good shot. That was one shot I really wanted to get. As um, I did, we did some location uh, scouting. That's kind of why there was wasn't a show one week. I drew, we drove around and did some filming and. Um, when I saw the Ferguson sign, I was like, that's got to go in the video somewhere because people even that don't live in St. Louis will get that reference. And Chambers, too. And that, that Ferguson sign is probably about, I would say, what do you say, a mile or two from where I grew up at? Just down the road. It's, li- it's literally down yeah, the road. Literally there. Yeah, I would say maybe two miles. And that's that's probably, I mean, five minutes from where the riots, we actually have some of the riot that one building that's all oh, burned yeah, out. One, that, yeah, it's all burned out. The barbershop and the laundromat. That was actually from Ruins of the Riot. So, of course, it's a little safer now to go over there. And that's actually a block from a place that you've been working lately. Yes. Yes, it is, actually. How is it over there now? I mean, I know it's... it's. I mean... When I was over there visiting you in the store, I didn't seem... It didn't seem that odd to me. It didn't seem like there was any racial tension over it. Because that, that, right. was, that was ground zero for all that shit. Yeah, basically. I mean, so there was never any, nothing to hear sirens, you know, throughout the well, day, hell, dear, all day long. Hell, or, dude, I hear those, in, you know, in St. Charles all right. the time. Or see helicopters flying over. <laughs> That's just normal every day. So how far from the Michael Brown shit was that, uh, the job that you've been working at? That's just down the road, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I thought about going down Castle Point where my grandpa lives, but I thought, you know, we got enough. When you film for a video, this is the first time I did a video, you, you film and you don't know what you get till you get home and you start to edit it. Right. And I was actually, frankly, a little disappointed at first because I had the camera out the window and I got the fucking frame of the uh, oh the frame truck of the, window. Frame of the tr- truck window. And then every time I would pan over to you, there would be a stethoscope and a fucking dream catcher on the rear view mirror. Yeah. And that kind of ruined the gangster. Kind of ruined the gangster mood, didn't it? So I had to kind of do some insert shots of some fuzzy dice and some different things like that. So it was a lot of fun. It was kind of practice for some of our upcoming videos because we have at least two more songs at the moment that we're kind of looking to uh, make videos to. But right. let us know if you liked the video, if it if it, if it uh, if it rung your bell. And if you're a sexy lady, let us know if you want to be in a video. Well, we kind of want to have some dancers, dancing girls at some point. But right, some point. Do you think we need them? Do you think we need dancing girls? I really don't think we need them. I mean, do we need them to make the video? No. I think we're more than sexy enough, but I think it'd just be Added, fun. We'd probably get more hits. Because right. Les- Lesbianas Bonitas has been going nuts on YouTube. I mean, for in relative terms. Right. And I think it's because they think it's Lesbianas right. being, you know, licking puss. And, right. Which is, on YouTube, you can't really see that shit anyway, can you? Uh, I don't you think can see can. them kissing each other, right? And I guess I don't know. I wanted to do a video for the song. I felt like if anyone deserved a video, it was I hope I die fucking. Oh, hell and yeah. I kind of lifted the whole uh, theme from the uh, Sopranos. Yes, theme song. Yep. You know when they did the Sopranos, they just I read they just had put James Gandolfini and his uh, uh, 
his SUV and just drove from from Jersey or from New York to Jersey. Wow! And just filmed the whole thing and edited it together. So that, we basically so took that's an basically after- what we did. Yeah, so we just we didn't drive from New York to New Jersey or whatever. But I would say there's a lot more of me in that song than I'd like to admit. If you if you listen carefully to the right. lyrics, and you may not, you may be like it's fucking stupid. I don't like it. Right. Which, you know, whatever. Whatever. That's never stopped me from <laughs> doing shit doing anyway. It, you know, to this point. <laughs> so that, there's a lot of heart in that video. So hope, hopefully you guys enjoyed. If you like it, cool. Let us know. Let us know. And if you don't, fine. Whatever. If, whatever. If let you want to use a co- leave a comment on our YouTube page, it would actually be cool. Or just give us the thumbs up on YouTube or thumbs down. Right. You know, however yeah. you're feeling. If we get 15 thumbs down and two thumbs up, it's still 15 people that voted. Exactly. You know, that's and we're going to keep doing the shit anyway, whether you like it or not. And then let's talk a little bit about uh, the new Star Wars trailer, the final Star Wars The Force Awakens trailer. That was badass. What did you notice that was missing? Uh, no Luke Skywalker. No Mark Hamill. No Mark Hamill. I think it's because his face is too far. <laughs> <laughs> I don't my, know. My, what do you think my, orig- do with my original thought on why they didn't show Mark Hamill was because maybe he looks too bad. But they showed Carrie Fisher. She looks old, but you know, Harrison Harrison Ford looks a little weathered, but a little bit. But I mean, he's in his what sixties, seventies. I heard Harrison Ford said the reason why Mark Hamill was not in the trailer. Uh huh. Because there's some big, big secret. Really? I think they kill him. That's my personal... I think they kill Luke Skywalker in wow. the first movie. I have no, nothing to base that on other than it seems like somebody somebody important has to die in that first one for there to be any weight to the story. And Mark Hamill's probably like... Serious? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on... You know, I could die tomorrow, so let's just, you know... Well, of course, Harrison Ford keeps fucking breaking his fucking legs and shit. In well, the- yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, any of them from the original movie 30 years ago could end up dead. I think they kill Mark Hamill. That's my theory. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's, but what uh, did you what did you get from the plot? It seems like it involves people that aren't Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher. It seems like it's more about the young stormtrooper and the, uh, the young brunette. Right, exactly. That's what it seemed like. It sounds like it's like their story, but where, I mean... As a Star Wars fan, I look at it and I go, the special effects look real enough and believable enough. Right. And But it seems like there's a lot of real on-location shooting it you know did look it like seems that. like it's not like phantom menace where it's like in a in a green screen right. warehouse and they're like yeah okay pretend there's two fucking aliens with six foot necks over there and they're gonna try to bite your head off so i'm kind of punk or but suck you, your dick dude, dude, or however I, I, you want it well i hope they're gonna do that <laughs> oh dude you know that 70s what? show yeah they're made to that 70s show porno huh yeah i haven't seen it you yet. got it we can probably probably find it oh that 70s show porno they call me Rider. Is that that's not on seventy show? Oh, you're talking about the redhead. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, as a Star Wars guy, I'm kind of pumped, but I'm also really trying to um, temper my expectations because yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Because I got burned by Jar Jar. Right. Exactly. We got burned by uh, the last two movies. So I mean, my I mean, I'm excited for it, but I'm like apprehensive. Please don't have some jacked up bullshit in this movie. Where it's like completely fake looking, and you can tell it's like cartoon characters flipping around on a movie screen, and some guy going, <laughs> pretending he <laughs> sees some shit. <laughs> I got a funny story. Oh, it was ho- it was Halloween, and your kids actually still upstairs doing the uh, doing something up there. So that's why I'm kind of trying to keep it down, and not get too fucking filthy down right. here until after yeah, they leave. You know, whatever. But my kid, uh, you know, we've been watching a lot of Elvis movies lately. Okay, we watched a movie called Tickle Me. Really? 
Tickle me. Which the premise is Elvis is a rodeo hand. He like right. He's like bucking bronco type shit. He's riding bucking broncos. Well, he goes or to. He, or is he one of the clowns that jumps in? And no, out no, no. He actually rides him. <laughs> but he goes to this to this ranch where they take women that are nines and make them tens. Are you fucking yeah. serious? There's like a whole bunch of fucking hotties and little, you know, cut off shorts yeah. and little bikinis and tight pants. Right. And at what some else? point, yeah, it was, it's a great movie. So there's something for me to watch and something for my little boy to watch. Right. But he seems to like the women almost as much as I do. So I don't Uh-oh. know if that's good or not. There you but go. at some point they go to this ghost town and it's Elvis, this chick and his fucking doofus buddy. And it's raining and storming outside. And I think they're hunting for some treasure. I don't, I really wasn't that into the plot. I was, oh, okay. You know, I was watching it with my son. And uh, there's these villains that keep popping in out, in and out of the windows and doors with, like, masks on and shit. Like, they open... Whoa, okay. what's going on upstairs? I don't know. So they open the closet door, and there's this fucking grandma gone. In a rocking chair? In a rock, and then my chair doesn't rock, but... Well, no, what I'm saying. Like, in yeah, a rocking chair. Yeah, in a rocking chair. chair, not moving or anything. And my little boy kind of looks at me like, what the fuck's going on, Dad? Right. And I'm like, he ain't crying yet. Okay. Then there was this walrus mask that popped up in the window with some kind of catfish whiskers. Okay. And once again, I look at him and he's kind of looking at me like, Dad, I'm not sure about this, but he was he was holding his own. Right. Till the fucking Crypt Keeper with the swollen uh, bulging eyeball. <laughs> it was a mask. It was a mask, but it was a dude with his eyeball bulging out. Right. And I, I like, He lost it, he didn't he? was he? like... <laughs> Turn it off! It's too scary! <laughs> You're terrible. And I'm covering my head going. (laughs) You're sitting there. He's over here laughing. (laughs) His kid's sitting next to him, probably pushing and shitting in his pants, crying. My lady's watching with me. She's like, it's okay. It's okay. So I said, well, let's skip that scene. Right. And move forward a little bit. Well, I skipped it until the part where I thought all the monsters were gone, but the lady was still in the closet rocking. Okay. So he freaked out again. Started screaming. I'm once again... In tears, laughing. Right. He's screaming. I think he heard me scream down here. Yeah. So we had to turn it off. So it was too scary. So that night he got up like three times screaming. Oh, God. Wow. It's an Elvis movie. But the next morning we got up and he's he's misbehaving at like six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, if you don't stop it, I'm going to turn on the fucking Elvis movie. What did he say? Zip the lip. No more. <laughs> Does that make me a bad dad? No, that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. I got the key. It was to it was just like these corny down. corny Halloween costume masks. I will masks. turn on Tickle Me with Elvis <laughs> if you don't shut. Your Which cock. honestly, I don't know why the movie was called Tickle Me because it really didn't have anything to do with tickling or anything. It was like a western. It's almost like they wrote a song called Tickle Me. Like, and that'll get people to watch it, like me, because I'm like, I want to see Elvis get tickled by some hot bitches, right? You know, uh, and there's no. That is a weird title for yeah, a movie, Tickle especially, Me. Especially, it should be called movie. Rodeo Elvis. Right. You know, rodeo, the rodeo clown. I mean, what's he going around taking, tickling horses, dinguses, and jerking on their yankers, or what? I mean, uh, what Artificially fuck? inseminating them. <laughs> wow. So who would have thought an Elvis movie would have been terrifying other than just for bad acting and bad plot? Right. Exactly. Have your kids ever gotten really freaked out by something? I mean, you got five of them, so at some point something had to fucking scared them. Yeah, have you ever seen or read any of those books by R.L. Stein called Goosebumps? I know what you're talking about, but explain to me what they are, because I've seen them in the bookstore, and I just... Looks it's, like little like goofy monster books and yeah, shit. Yeah, basically that's all they are, like goofy monster books, like like little short stories. But they came up with a TV series, and 
there's been a couple of those that have uh, scared a couple well, of the girls. Give me an example of what what a goosebump story would be. Just ghost and shit, or uh, yeah, it could be ghost, or it could be like uh, uh, possessed, uh, uh, possessed uh, dolls. That shit's like, real. Like it's not chucky. funny. Shit's real. It's not funny. Or it could be like a werewolf, or uh, you could be like teleported to a like vampire. another city or like another zone or. Uh, Dimension and like people trying to kill you. And you're trapped in a room like with that. Jared from Subway. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like you know, basically, basically like that, vampires, you know, uh, ants trying to take over the world. Typical or, like kid scary right, stuff. Right. Exactly. You know, nothing. Not like real shit that scares you, like cancer and fucking Parkinson's disease. Right. And yeah, I'm not scared of shit no more. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Why? Why Ghost ain't real. Well, because when I was a kid, I was scared to hell, scared to death of demons. Really? Not so much when I was a teenager, but when I, went, when I was young, I saw E.T. and I saw that fucking finger. E.T. falling home. <laughs> fucking freaked me the fuck out, dude. E.T. stuck it in your bunghole. If I actually saw... <laughs> E.T. liked you all from behind. <laughs> maybe, that's where they, maybe that's where they got the idea for the glowing dildos. E.T. stick it in your pee hole. <laughs> But I think if I actually would have seen E.T., I would have been less scared and more just depressed, because that's a fucking sad-ass movie. Oh, it looks like a pile of shit with a glowing finger. Yeah. <laughs> so so, the, so that's basically it, like the goose monks. Goose, yeah. Goose, goose monks. Yeah, the goose monks. <laughs> goose monkeys. <laughs> goose monkeys. So what, what scared them about it? Just all of it, or any one particular thing? I think it was the Daddy, one with- Daddy, there's a vampire in my room! I think it was the one with the, uh, with the, uh, the Dow. Oh well, they because it was dolls. like a it was like a three foot tall doll, so you know it was almost like life size if you're like six or seven. My kid's got like a life size, like a well not life size, but like a three foot tall stormtrooper in his room. Oh yeah, how's he like that? Does he dance with it? Or anything? He likes it, but it ain't come alive yet. So. <laughs> ain't tried, ain't tried drawing on him yet. My kid was doing this one thing for a while. He'd be like, "Daddy, there's a boy in the corner." I'm like, <laughs> "Say what?" At night, he'd be like, the boy's climbing the tree in the corner. I'm like, what the fuck you see? <laughs> what the fuck? I have no idea where he was coming up with it at. That's freaking weird. And then dude. he told my lady that. Cause she goes, did he tell you about the boy in his room? I'm like, uh, about the boy in the corner? And he's like, she's like, yeah, he says it's climbing the tree. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Guess what? I'm like the fucking door of the bedroom tonight. <laughs> it's freaking me the fuck out. <laughs> so yeah, the Elvis movie was uh, pretty much it. But I remember going over to your house when your kids were, you were younger and, uh, We'd have like Lord of the Rings on, not the real scary parts, but they didn't seem to phase them. Like no. your, your oldest is like, you can't really scare that kid. No, uh-uh. though I did hear a story. Uh, <clears throat> I guess it was last year. He had gone with the neighbors to a fright fest at Six Flags, and so I guess he was probably explain what that is for people who don't know what that is. J- just in case you don't know what fright fest is. It's basically just a big Halloween celebration at Six Flags. Aren't there people that walk around in scary costumes? Yeah, scary t- costumes, and they got like you know haunted houses to walk through and shit. So I guess he was about eleven. And Where Jared I guess, from Subway comes out, <laughs> right? I guess he was about eleven, and I guess their oldest daughter was, I guess, about fourteen. Well, evidently they got the piss scared out of them and were crying. Both of them. What happened? Like they got scared going through one of the haunted houses. And so he went this year with them, and neither one of them would go in any of the haunted houses. They're like, no, we'll just stay out here. We're not I've doing been it. in them haunted houses. I went with my cousin Josh, who, by the way, got married. Congratulations, Josh. Mm-hmm. Sorry it took me so long. Hope you don't mind me out and you on the podcast. Right. But yeah, we went to like the, the what's the one down in Soulard? The haunting? Wait, 
We did do that, didn't we? Didn't we go together with him? Yeah, I think so. And I'm yeah, like, there was a bunch of bitches walking around going. <coughs> I mean, unless you can sucking kill, on lollipops, and unless shit. you can kill me or rape me, I'm not scared of you. <laughs> you're a sick fuck. You know what I'm saying? Unless as you a, can kill me or rape as me, as an adult, you're like, hey, don't scare me. It's like an adult, you're like, this is not real. It doesn't right. scare me. It's like I, I think that's for people that are very susceptible to being spooked. I think so. Like, isn't there an age limit on that shit too? Nope. Fr- what about Fright Fest at Schnooks or Fright Fright Night? Shit, Schnooks at so fucking Six Flags. Fright Night? Don't you got to be like twelve or something to get in? Well, no. I guess your kid was eleven, so right. No, there's no age limit. I can't. I I don't think my kid's gonna be that jumpy because most most things don't scare him. But something about that fucking mask with the eyeball all swollen out the side of the head. He was like, yeah, because I mean, dad, I'm like, I mean, <laughs> just a fucking help. Yeah, I mean, he seemed to do pretty good tonight, even with like the yeah, the animated witch that they had behind the table. He at looked the one at that house. thing like, Dad, what the fuck is that thing? Right, about? exactly. I'll fucking kick that thing in the balls if it comes over here. <laughs> I'll bite that fucking witch's testes right off. Oh wait, witches don't have testes. <laughs> he didn't. I don't think he said anything. About, I oh, he didn't. No. Okay, no. I, that may have been all me then. How about? Uh, yeah, you know, I was kind of thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think we need to have an all all adult risque uh, Halloween costume party. Yeah. That's well, see, now I got about. a fucking three year old man. We can't do that shit. Yeah, no. You know, no more sexy pirates. Fuck no her. more fucking you know, Magic Mike XXL. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think you taint hope. Matthew McConaughey. I swear in that movie you can see Matthew, Matthew McConaughey's butthole. If you look carefully when he flips over at the end well, of the see, movie. Well, see, only you would be looking for it. <laughs> That's the it. fucked up I part. heard it from Kevin Smith. He's like, you can see his brown eye. I'm like, <laughs> freeze fame. For a second, you can see like the little shadow of where his like dirt star would start. It's uh-huh. not a, it's not a straight on butthole shot, but it's- It's, it's more of a taint shot. You can definitely see his taint. Taint his balls, taint his butthole. But you got to freeze frame to see it. Right. And so. only you would do that. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a little break and come right back with some news from the beyond of the beyond. Ooh. <laughs> oh, by the way, my lady thinks that whistling through the graveyard is the stupidest shit she's ever heard. So? I, I said it was kind of supposed to be stupid. Right. That's why we came up with it. You know, we're not even trying at this point. <laughs> exactly. We'll be right back. Back. I don't know what you've done to me, but I know this much is true. I want to do bad things with you. Okay. What the fuck, dude? I'm, I'm sorry, dude. Wow. <laughs> this motherfucker's this, fucked this up his mind. This is the third time that we've hit record oh here. Oh, my God. It's going right now. Is it going right now? Yeah, it's going now. Sick son of a bitch. I think it kind of ruined what we just yeah, did. Yeah, you ruined all that shit. You might, we'll just <laughs> do what we were going to do. Because you, you fucked that shit I think it was because it was iTunes. Let me do just just for a second, okay? What? I'm just gonna play a second of what we we were jamming out to some fucking stone cold crazy ass fucking shit, and I've just right. taken some medicine, and I'm feeling incredibly groovy and just. I think the word is smooth. 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 So you want to do some sword fighting later too? <laughs> when J Mac attack. It was born. Yeah. This is kind of the song that Lesbianas, when I was like, J-Mac Attack's got to be more than just fucking live dudes. Okay. Right. This was the song. And okay. I'm going to play, and this this influence just coming knocking too, so I'm going to... Listen to the fucking bass now. This is what we were listening to right before... 
about Mackin. It's a true story about Mackin. And this is what we were listening to right before we started recording. Fuck, that's good. The early morning stone pimp is here. And let the guitars rock. And if you hear me, Fuck, that's good. That's what I'm talking dude, I'm about, fucking dude. Feel, this is I'm feeling it, dude. This is the shit, man. That's what I'm talking about. Give him a little more. God. Damn, that's good. All right, dude. That's all I can. I can't. I can't do any more. I feel so fucking charged right now. Right. And and, and, and like our can audience, you point that thing away from me because you're kind of scaring me with that. <laughs> and, and our audience is like, dude. You know, we really don't get that whole thing. Well, that's all right. They don't have to. First, you were laughing like something happened, and and then we you, apparently we we missed the best five minutes of the show. Well, because so that's because somebody forgot to hit fucking record. But we were grooving in here pretty fucking hard. I must yeah. say. I mean, not on each other, but just we've got uh, we got some news articles to do here. Okay, I got three sexy ones. Oh yeah, like fantasy sexy ones. Really? And then I got like two really f- just fucked up ones. Can't wait to hear this. Shit. So I'm gonna do kind of the, kind of the funny throwaway one first. Okay, what you got? Cops. Irate suspect kicked other woman in face after victim farted near her. (laughs) As she was being transported to jail, a Florida woman became irate and kicked another female detainee in the face after the victim, quote, farted near her, police allege. So just near her, not in her face, just near her. Wasn't like she cracked one off in her mouth. Just fuck. I mean, she's like that. Janelle Callahan, 48, was busted Thursday afternoon after she punched her male roommate in the face. Male roommate? Yeah, this is what she got arrested for. Callahan, who was reportedly highly intoxicated, left the man with a bloody nose. So she's like, I fucking hate you. I fucking, you suck. I make you fucking, I hate you. (laughs) No, that didn't happen. Oh, okay. So the police came. uh, It's the afternoon. Come on. I think it's paddy wagon is what they call it. Oh, okay. The paddy wagon. Following that misdemeanor collar, Callahan was placed into a jail transport paddy wagon. Okay. Where she encountered Virginia Turner, 60, who had been arrested for trespassing. So there's- uh, So we got a uh, 60-year-old arrested for trespassing. I mean, he's a bunch of old fucking drunks out (laughs) in Florida. I mean, come on. Well, you know, imagine that. It's from Florida. Both women were handcuffed in the police vehicle. So they, I guess they didn't make out with each other. <laughs> I guess not. En route to the county lockup, the suspect claimed that Virginia Turner farted near her, reported Officer Stephen Zulauf. Well, Callahan became irate and attempted to strike Turner in the face with her elbow. Callahan wow. then raised her right leg and kicked Virginia Turner's right side, right side of the face. Holy Turner shit. Turner did not fight Flexible. back during the attack. Which was recorded by the cameras, <laughs> vehicle's camera system. So the I guess the old bitch didn't even like, ah, fuck. <laughs> I deserved it. I deserved <laughs> it. I just shed all over you. We enjoyed it. 
bitch. Or maybe maybe she just was like, I'm too fucking drunk to care. I mean, right. afternoon breaking and entering or whatever the fuck. No. Something's right. wrong. Okay, now we're going to do a sexy one. Okay. Real sexy. Because that last one I don't think was all that sexy. No, not really. Woman pleasures herself while driving a mini crashes into a van. Oh. Mini Cooper. Really? A driver has been left red-faced after she crashed her Mini into the back of a van while pleasuring herself. The anonymous woman, unfortunately, uh-huh. who was stuck in traffic at the time, got a jolt from the blue when her car suddenly lurched forwards oh. and hit the M&J seafood van in front of her. Damn. Very, very specific. Right. I like the B&J blowjob van a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one so much better. Described as, quote, fit and in her 30s, the woman swapped details after the accident, but it wasn't until van bosses checked the footage from the camera at the back of the vehicle that they noticed what had caused the crash. So the fish van had a camera back there. Okay. And after the accident, they went back and reviewed the tape, I guess, to see exactly what happened, and they catch this chick with a fucking dildo. She was dildoing herself? Well, that camera must sit up awful high. They have the perfect angle to shoot down. Well, let's see. It's, it, I don't know if it gets specific. The okay. woman had been using a sex toy on herself, possibly to alleviate the boredom of traffic. Oh, yeah, because that's what I do, and I'm yeah. so fucking stuck in traffic. I, I just, just start... grab a hold of my yank and just start spanking. Yeah, I mean, that's normal. <laughs> a source, I just wonder why you had so many tissues a on your the Well, this is, this is from England, because fit is like this English slang for like, she's fit. She's fit, ain't she? <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. He's fucking hot. Oh, okay. A source told the Gloucestershire Echo that the van driver was worried about getting the sack as the accident happened on his first ever shift for the company. So he's like, I don't think this is my fucking fault. Right. They so said he the, was he was afraid he was going to get canned. The bosses told him it wasn't his fault and then said, have you seen this? He was like, what the star, 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 star? <laughs> Fuck, probably. Wow, right. I don't think he would have said, what the cock? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should start that. What the cock is going on in here? <laughs> they all had a good laugh. Apparently, the lady was pretty fit. So, she's huh. pretty fit, ain't she? Despite huh. of a lot of requests, M and J Seafood are refu- refusing to release the video, saying the matter was in the hands of their insurers. Oh, yeah, I bet it was in their insurers. <laughs> <laughs> I know my hand would be on my insurer, too. <laughs> oh, oh, she's fit, is she? <laughs> <laughs> she's fit, is she? Oh, I'm going to come when she comes. No, but there's the show I've been watching called The Inbetweeners, and it's like a British kind of American pie kind of a thing. Okay. And anytime a hot chick comes on screen, they're like, she's fit. Oh, okay, like, so that kind of weird slang. That huh. seems like well, she's in shape, but they don't mean she's good. <laughs> right? It don't mean that pussy ain't wore the fuck out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, what else you got for us, there, big guy? Ohio band teacher quits after porn star <laughs> career is revealed. What? An Ohio school teacher has resigned after her secret double life as a porn star was revealed. Kristen. Sundman was placed on administrative leave from Theodore Roosevelt High School in Kent last week after pictures of her involving a sexually explicit act were discovered on X-rated websites. Oh, baby. Oh, acts. There was multiple ones. Right. The assistant band teacher by day. Oh, I bet she she knows how to play the flute. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> An internet Best adult knows how to work that flute skin pipe. <laughs> An internet adult movie star by night has now quit. Wow. Oh, there's. Uh, well, there was a video. It was. Picture of the teacher under her alias Melody XXX showed her naked in the shower and involved in sexually explicit acts. Mm. Officials were alerted to the racy images when a perverted office worker who was jerking... No. <laughs> this is what they're telling you happened, but you know one of them found it. Right. Was jerking racy off images it. by an anonymous tipster who identified the 31-year-old as an amateur porn star, Melody Triple X. Mm. I don't think... Yeah, I think it's Melody Triple X. Yeah. Explicit videos and pictures of Sunman have appeared on several pornographic websites, including Pornhub, SunnyLaneLive.com, and it's CleoLive.com. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She's a, been busy. A website which boasts that it is full of, quote, kinky hardcore vids and pics. Well, don't they all like... Right. Know, exactly. Nobody's going to say, come see our, you know, standard... Hardcore pics and vids. No, this is going right. to be kinky or fucked gotta up. got to be kinky and f- f- hardcore vids and pics. Mm-mm. Images from the clips show the teacher naked in a shower and performing sexual acts on herself Ooh. and members of both sexes. Oh, yeah. Pornhub has since taken down its videos of the high school teacher, which took them down Monday at the request of the copyright owner. So she's like, please take these down. Oh, but she was placed sucks. on administrative leave. Dude, I mean, you can't, you, as sexy as this sounds, and it doesn't say, it was. it's a high school, so it's not like a grade school. Right. But you don't need, as much as I admire, you know, sexy and, and naked women and shit right. like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you really want, do you really want your, your kid being take, you know, being taught by by a porn star, I guess it shouldn't matter, She's but it does. It does matter porn to me. Star though, though, and I know they say it doesn't really matter. It shouldn't matter what you do in your private life, but if you're working with kids, the the line is kind of more like you, we couldn't do this podcast and work with kids. There's no no you. Oh, you, there's you know. no fucking way. Not the way we talk, Jesus. And I realize that, right? So I've kind of, uh, I can't work with kids now ever because if anybody ever find out that found out that I was on this podcast, right. Um, but I think that's just a risky take if you're going to do porn on the internet. And that's what these, some of these people think, and we know some people like that. Evidently, that, that, she had a real shitty salary and needed to make some real real deal, man. Well, we know people that have posted very racy pictures on the internet with their face attached to them. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure at some point they're going to regret, regret having done that. It's right. just You just don't do it. As sexy it would be, though, but, I mean... Just think if, uh, like, we found Sweet Cheeks or fucking uh, Coco up there or some video. Right. Dude, I'd be watching the fuck out of that I'd shit. I'd be my yank. But if your lady finds out she works at the school, you're like, well, I, I kind of have to object now. Cause right. I'm like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. She gave me her password. <laughs> right. Right. I'm kind of debating whether or not to do this last one. Okay. I think uh, Gunmother might have sent us this one, which tells you it could be really fucked up. Uh-huh. Could be. Huffington Post. This woman ran a marathon without a tampon to fight period shaming. What the fuck is period shaming? The night before she was set to run her very first marathon, Karan Gandhi got her period. Okay. 
After what a year, motherfucking do. After a year of training, she refused to miss the momentous moment because of biology. And it actually does say momentous moment there. Wow. She had two choices. She could either run the 26.2 miles with a tampon or she could bleed freely. Does it would it hurt? Would it hurt? I guess it wouldn't feel very good to have that in your in your I thought they made sports ones that you know kind of I don't know. She chose the So latter. she chose basically to run and have blood run down her legs. <laughs> And little clots I would, of blood. I would think it, ev- it would event- <laughs> You're fucking so sick. You're so, you are dirty. You don't have to don't have to tell people what it is. Well, don't bring up the fucking story if you don't want the fucking truth. <laughs> that was an image I did not need. Oh, well. Gandhi went without a tampon during the London Marathon in April in an effort to fight period shaming. This sounds like some Miss K shit, don't Right, it? exactly. And to take a stand for women around the globe who don't have access to menstruation products or who have to, quote, hide their period away like it doesn't exist. I, wow. I mean, I think in the Appalachian Mountains, they just stick corn cobs up there. <laughs> <laughs> and you call me fucking sick. <laughs> Shelly, what you waddling around for? <laughs> I got a corn cob up my twat. I'm a bleeding on it. <laughs> we can boil it and eat it later. It's already salty. Yours, yours. You just went over so far over the line, dude. <laughs> I cannot let my wow. lady hear this one. She listened to last week. She ain't listening to this right. one. Right. No, yeah, don't let her listen to this. Yeah. But don't worry. She wrote about her experience. Okay. Read on. In her blog. Here we go. As I ran, I thought to myself about how women and men have both been effectively socialized to pretend periods don't exist. Oh, I know they fucking exist. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the I don't I don't know what kind of men she's hanging out with. By establishing a norm of period shaming, male preferring societies effectively prevent the ability to bond over an experience that fifty percent of us in the human population share monthly. So she wants to talk about it. Okay. This is definitely some Miss K shit. Yeah. Hasn't Miss K told you about, oh, I'm having my period now? She said that to you, right? Yes. Among other things. Mm-hmm. By making it difficult to speak about, we don't have language to express pain in the workplace, and we don't acknowledge differences between men and women that must be recognized and established as acceptable norms. So she's like, you know, we got to say we have cramps, or it's, uh, I've got, you know, I'm having stomach problems. We can't say, my fucking puss hole hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought it was a cock shape. Because he's a cloth up there to suck up my bloody blood. Polite. I don't, you know, if I worked at an office or someplace and I was like, you know, fucking, I got to go rewipe because my asshole itches. (laughs) I would expect to be told, shut the front door. Right, exactly. I don't want to hear about your itchy fucking asshole. (laughs) Because it's all kept quiet, women are socialized not to complain or talk about their own bodily functions since no one else can see it happening. And if you don't see it, it's probably not a big deal. Why is this important issue? Because this is happening right now. Something like this bitch got the oh hell of periods God. going on. Right. <laughs> what the hell? It's like I'm bleeding out my life force. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, that was a disgusting. No, it's not done. Oh, shit. Here we go. Gandhi told Cosmopolitan she thinks the social constructs around periods are based on misogyny, which means like... You know, men degrading women and shit. 
I have this vision that if men had their period because we are in a male-privileging society, that rules would be written into the workplace. Rules would be written into the social fabric that enable men to take a moment when they need or enable people to talk about their periods openly. So basically she's saying, like, these dudes get to talk about their shit all the time, and I can't mention my period. That's kind of what I'm getting off of this. Not that I'm comparing, you know, a vagina to an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounded like you just did. You know what I'm saying, dude? It's like, no. It's it's called fucking T, fucking M, fucking I. Right. Too much fucking information. Exactly. I don't need to know when you're going through that time of the month. Just like you don't need to know about when my I, fucking jock itch. Or, or my fucking ingrown, ingrown hair on my fucking ball sack. <laughs> right. Or my fucking itchy asshole or whatever the fuck. Maybe I shave my butt crack and the it, it's irritated. Wow. Now, I might tell you that, and you have every fucking right to say, you are a fucking filthy individual. Right, exactly. And I may, I might say, I know. I know. Who cares? Who cares? I got I got five of broats. Oh, oh, and do, I know how to scrape Do, 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 do. Oh, shit. Here we go. I think it gets once more even more fuck. I mean, it just, it, I can't. Let me just read it. Two of the most important men in Gandhi's life, her brother and father, were on the sidelines the day she ran the marathon. She was unsure how they would react to her statement, but when she reached them at the nine-mile mark, they only cared about hugging her and taking photos. And I argue that they oh, did not. <laughs> I would argue that they did not want to hug her. Sorry, little brother, I got some blood on your leg too. <laughs> this is fucked up. When push comes to shove, all this cleaning that we do, all this cleaning that we do, all the shame that women feel, it doesn't matter how much fucking what what is happens when she has a period? I don't know. It's like she falls apart. Her intestines come spilling out. I guess. They were my family. That's their blood. Oh. oh. <laughs> that's their blood, too. So she got blood on them. Wow. Yep. I told you she did. On a spiritual level, that's amazing. That connects men and women in a very amazing way. Instead of men getting grossed out by it or women being grossed out by their own bodies, we should move away from that. No, 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 no. I don't want your fucking blood on me any more than you want my fucking shit on you. Right. This is, dude, this is. I I I am I, 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 I'm speechless. What the fuck is wrong with this chick? Now there were some pictures in the article, but unfortunately, wow. well, I should say fortunately, um, you know, they it wasn't like you couldn't see anything. Oh, okay. But the way she's making it sound is that uh, she hugged him and she had blood on her. That's kind of basically yes. I don't know, dude. Well, I do. It's fucked up. I don't know what the fuck you're, you're confused about. <laughs> I just, when you think you've heard it all. I feel a little queasy now. Well, we're going to change it to zombies a little bit. Okay. Um, I like this zombies. is Halloween. And I f- forgot about this one. We definitely need to do this one. My Actually, my lady came home and said, did you hear about this fucker, this crazy fucker watching The Walking Dead? Okay. Read on, read on. Walking Dead fan used a guitar and a microwave to beat his friend to death because he, quote, thought he was turning into a zombie after binge watching the hit show. So here we go with this bullshit. We're going to blame a fucking TV show because this fuck jack off fucking meth head <laughs> fucking cum guzzling Twitter fuggling mugfogger went Twitter off fire. his deep shit because he watched The Walking Dead and my buddy's turning into a zombie. I'm going to smash his head with the microwave and the guitar until he's dead. 
Fuck you! A New Mexico man who had been watching TVs, The Walking Dead, told authorities he (laughs) fatally beat his friend before he could become a zombie. (laughs) Right! Christopher Paquin, 23, was beaten to death by Damon Perry, which is weird because I I used to work with a guy named Damon Perry. Wow. 23, after they had been drinking a large amount of alcohol. Oh, there you go. That's why he did it. Perry's being held on a murder charge. When officers... Arrived at the apartment complex where the kill where the killing happened, Perry was allegedly wielding a knife, and two maintenance workers were detaining him. Wow! Police found Paquin's body in an apartment. He was pronounced dead by emergency workers. That's fucked. The up, suspect dude. told police that Paquin began to bite him, so he attacked him with his hands, feet, and the guitar in the microwave. Are you fucking serious? Fucking, uh, wow! This dude was off the fucking deep end. But I like how they always blame TV shows or it was the video game that made him go and kill all of those people. Fuck you. I guess the police, the uh, police investigator said it was one of the absolute worst crime scenes I've ever seen. And I've been in the department for 15 years. So they he's fucking had brain matter all over the fucking walls. Well, of course he did. He used a goddamn microwave and a guitar. I mean, what the fuck? Then he probably rubbed the shit on him. So, you know. The rest of the zombies wouldn't kill him. What the fuck? We'll do one more. We got another Halloween one here. All right. Have you heard about this vampire, uh, like the the vampire communities and shit? Yes. Okay. I thought I thought Narlins, aren't they? Uh, let's read. Okay, read on. Inside the human blood drinking real vampire community of New Orleans. What I tell you? You read the you read the headline. Fuck your headline. John Edgar Browning met his first real vampire in a gothic apparel store. Oh, like Hot Topic? Okay, yeah, yeah, they're real vampires in there. Right. A doctoral candidate at Louisiana State University at the time, Browning had already been on the hunt for several months. He was talking to the store owner of Wicked Orleans, a gothic-style clothing and leather shop in New Orleans' French Quarter, when a middle-aged woman and two teenage boys walked through the door. Wow. (laughs) I got to make it scary. Yeah. I peed my pants. The store owner stopped mid-sentence. This woman, he motioned, was one of the people Browning was looking for. Oh, my. Nervously, Browning approached her and started talking to her about his ethnographic study of real vampires. <laughs> it's, in quote, it's in quotation marks. I'm guessing the person that wrote this article was like, yeah. It, okay, <laughs> right, real vampires. To be clear, these aren't people who possess the supernatural powers that we associate with the likes of Count Dracula, but rather individuals who claim to have a medical condition that requires them to drink blood, human or animal, in order to sustain themselves. Wow. There was an X-Files about this. Yeah. Yes, there was, yes. Members of this community have chosen to identify themselves as vampires, or vampers. Vampers. <laughs> In defiance of the negative image, negative images that the label invokes, I guess she ain't ever watched True Blood. That shit's fucking hot. Right. Did, did she know anyone who fit that description? I guess saying, like, fucking... Uh, like witch's invitation shit. Right. Do you know? Do you know? Are any of your vampire friends like fucking Eric the Viking on True Blood? Right. Because I will fuck the shit out of that dude. <laughs> I bet you would. <laughs> the woman smiled, and Browning had his answer. Her, her open lips revealed teeth that had been filed to a point like fangs. Oh yeah, suck my dick, bitch. Though the woman never did give him a call as promised, Browning soon found himself in the company of vampires again at a nightclub. 
<laughs> then several weeks following that, he met an elder vampire who invited him to attend meetings of the New Orleans Vampire Association, or NOVA. <laughs> <laughs> or NOVA. What the fuck? Browning, who had spent his entire academic life studying the depiction of vampires in film and literature, originally thought that there must be something deranged about real people who identify with the characters that seem more suited to horror movies than if historical district in louisiana right so true blood was set in louisiana wasn't it uh yes pervasive vampire lore from the ancient tale of count dracula to the modern romance of twilight has assured that any mention of the mythical beings conjures images of bloodthirsty villains deeply rooted in the supernatural (laughs) until 2009 the only area of vampire studies that i haven't had that i hadn't approached was real vampires Okay, so this dude is like, like he's got a problem, right? Uh, yeah, he's uh, addicted to uh, wanting to get bit by a vampire, I think, and then fucked by a male vampire in the ass. Uh, I didn't read that last oh, part. I don't know. It just sounded like that. Browning, who is currently a postdoctoral fellow at the Georgia Institute of Technology, so this dude's like a smart dude, right? Allegedly, allegedly, quote smart. I think I subconsciously saved it for the last because I just thought what a lot of people think that they must be crazy and have read too much fictional work about vampires. Like, you fucking asshole. Right. His skepticism waned soon after he embarked on a class project that would turn into five years of field study among the real vampires of the French Quarter. Oh, my God. This is the Washington Post. Wow. I, this ain't fucking this, this dude's TMZ. Off, this dude's off his fucking rocker, man. I didn't know this was... I knew there was, you know, like... The, the stereotype or, like, the, you know, the pe- people drink blood. But, like, it's always some fucker in Florida on bath salts. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> right, but, exactly. But this dude's saying that there's some kind of fucking vampire club union. Yeah, basically. Surveys conducted by the Atlanta Vampire Alliance. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah I, you heard that right. I found that there are at least 5,000 people in the United States who identify as real vampires. Oh, my God. Browning said there are about 50 living in New Orleans alone, a figure that he guessed is common for most major cities. Dude, what world is this li- guy living in? I mean, this is this is not fucking real shit. Uh, he lives in a vampire he's, world. He's like, took a van- vampire census. Right. His communities have largely kept to themselves, knowing enough about public perception to not want to attract prying eyes. Oh. Browning, aware of the visceral disgust that his research is likely to provoke, seldom brings it up in everyday conversation. Oh, yeah, I'm kind of like a vampire chaser. Yeah. 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 You know. I, I, I found some real ones. And I like it when they uh, bite my dick and suck the blood out of it. It's hot. Well, that, that's Mostly kind of, if they're men, though. I like it when men do it. That's kind of the thing about vampires. They're all, all sort of vaguely uh, like right. bisexual, you know? Yeah. Like that movie... Uh, Interview with a vampire with Tom Cruise. Yeah, he was gay. I was, I've been, I've talked to a couple guys, and one guy was like, "Oh yeah, that movie, they're they're fucking lovers." And I'm like, "Yeah, then yeah. they have like a kid they adopt or something." Uh, well, yeah, they turn a kid. But then another guy was like, "That's fucking bullshit. That you are a homo fucking phobe. Read There's no gay the book. people." I'm like, "Dude, that it's gay." Read the book. I think in I the don't book, care. They do but- have they do have sexual encounters if you read the actual book. His own initial belief that there was something wrong with these people faded after he started getting to know them. Of course. After a short period of time, he said, I realized that they weren't crazy. At least they weren't any crazier than your average Joe. 
Uh, I would argue, sir, yes, there. <laughs> Except for the fact that they like drinking blood. But but I, here's the thing: I don't think they're real. I, I think I think this dude's like slipped a gear or something. <laughs> no, there's real. His engine's just there. whining up there. It ain't going anywhere. Right. According to Browning, symptoms of vampirism start to manifest around puberty. <laughs> As I grew a stake. <laughs> when those who later become reliant on ingesting blood find themselves physically drained with no discernible reason. Maybe I should start drinking blood. There you go. They usually discover accidentally that blood offers a remedy. They might bite their lip, for instance, and realize that swallowing the metallic liquid between their teeth gives them an instant burst of energy. Oh, my God. Not every vampire must drink blood to survive. Those who do are called sanguinarians. Uh-huh. Uh, did I guess he made up this word? <laughs> it sounds like it. He should just write his own fucking book. <laughs> right. Some simply d- derive strength from taking the psychic energy of others. Oh, yeah, that's what I would do. You know, I'd be like, I don't really like the way blood tastes in my mouth. It doesn't give me a rush of energy, so I'm just going to psychically drain you. Right. That's what I do in this podcast every week. I psychically drain my audience of their fucking dignity. (laughs) This can be accomplished through intimate human touch or like giving someone a massage. Oh, yeah. So he's like, that's how you can suck the life force out of somebody by touching them. Oh, yeah. It's called a hand job. (laughs) And you get the white snowy fountain at the end. The (laughs) community... The community has adopted terms to describe their unorthodox habits. To feed is to drink blood, while those who give their blood are called donors. Being Whoa, no aw- shit. Being, yeah, I wonder if they're willing donors. <laughs> exactly. Being awakened and coming out of the coffin are ways to talk about becoming aware of one's vampiric identity. No, see, these motherfuckers are watching True Blood and thinking this shit's real. Because coming out of the coffin, isn't that something from the True Blood books? Yeah. Yep. Elder vampires then are those who have been awakened for some time and can in turn advise others on how to cope. Right. One year into his study, Browning decided to try being a donor himself. Of course, that's the next step. Oh, yeah. And they're always like, bite me. Bite me. During one of Nova's holiday charity events where members of the vampire community come together to make food for the homeless... Uh, <laughs> it's a bunch of blood soups. <laughs> he met with one vampire who left the turkey he was cooking to feed. Oh, so he's sucking his sucking blood while he's cooking the shit? Evidently. Each one of them have a particular method, Browning said. The person used a disposable scalpel to make a tiny prick on Browning's back. Oh, then used his fingers to squeeze the area until blood came out. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> sounds like it hurts. <laughs> right. <laughs> He put his mouth directly over the warm liquid and lapped it up, repeating the process two or three times before cleaning Brown's wound. Wow. With his tongue. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Browning said only the pricking hurt, but mostly because he's a needle-phobe. Well, okay. The the squeezing till blood came out didn't hurt. I don't know. No, not at all. Someone might become a donor for a number of reasons, from being a close friend of the vampires to doing it for financial compensation or sometimes even sexual favors. I'll let you suck some blood off me if if you, if you suck some come out later. <laughs> Take it up, you old poop shoot. Vampires approach these potential donors after having observed them for some time, and only if they're fairly certain they're they're kind of people who won't freak out. The vampires whom Browning spoke with claim they can't control their urges, which amounts to a need for around two or three feedings a week. If ample blood is on offer, they might refrigerate it or later combine it with other ingredients like tea. So you can make a blood tea. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Hmm. Or blood beer or blood wine or 
Jizz and blood. I mean, what the fuck? Make all kinds of fucking little drinks there. Kinesia, a woman who identifies as a blood drinker, oh, told fuck. the BBC that she isn't a vampire by choice. Many of us would rather not go through the cyclical symptoms and just be happy to live life in, as a normal person. That's actually not a, a dude, but I made it a dude. <laughs> How about you do a, like a female vampire, like a like a bite like like a transsexual vampire? A trans. Well, because you're not gonna you, you do do it as a woman, but it's gonna come across as a trans. A woman who identifies right here, right here. Many of us. Mean where? Make a make get, make a sexy woman vampire. Many of us would rather not. Go. That's not a woman. You many of us would rather not go through the. <laughs> Cyclical symptoms and just be happy to live life like a normal person. Like that. No, you did, did it? it good. Okay. Becky. <laughs> I was it I was bobbing my hair like this. Balls. And, you don't like it? This dude's a fucking idiot. <laughs> a real- this dude snorts so much coke and smokes so much meth. He thinks he's a goddamn donor and he's gonna be a vampire soon. Most vampires have kept their condition from their doctors because they are wary of stigma. But those who are known to have disclosed their habits haven't been given a medical explanation. This could very well be in our heads, a vampire who calls herself CJ admitted to the BBC. No fucking shit. Yet those vampires who have tried to stop drinking blood have met scary consequences. Oh, no fucking shit. When Kinesia went four months without feeding, she found herself in the emergency room with a low heart rate that would shoot up to 160 when she stood up or walked around. This would be followed by a massive migraine and sometimes a loss of consciousness. I think it's because you're not taking your fucking psych pills, <laughs> Right. <bitch. laughs> fucking, I mean, what the fuck? Seriously? Browning said he knows of a woman who found herself unable to go to work or even walk after a period of not ingesting blood. When her husband came to see her in the hospital, she fed from him in her room and immediately felt better. Well, of course, because it's all in their fucking heads because they're fucking wackadoos. And then it goes on to say uh, the doctors are basically like, uh, this could, you know, they don't want to say you're crazy, but it's kind of like you're fucking crazy. Basically. But I guess there's a there's a part of the, there's a, the population that is crazy enough to think that. I mean, with all this vampire... Um, not propaganda, but just all the fiction of all these different characters. I I could see somebody getting it in their fucking head, couldn't you? Hey, listen, to this, look yeah, at some if of the you're sh- already a little fucking crazy. Well, look at some of the shit our parents believed in, dude. Well, true. Demons every fucking where. Yeah, true. Saved by the blood of the lamb. What's the difference between that and fucking? I need to drink blood so I can fucking walk around, right? You know, or get off. You know, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> whatever floats your boat down the crimson so river. That, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's appropriate for this episode, yeah, I think. Yeah, whatever flow flows. <laughs> I think, dude, we, we should stop doing period stories. Yeah. I think uh, between the Barbie getting her period, now this lady fucking running without her tampon and hugging right. on her dad and her mom. Uh, <laughs> no, just her dad and brother. Dad and bro- oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, mom said, shit. I don't want that shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> For Live Dudes, I'm Jay Mack. I'm Adam Lesseur. Saying if you need a deep cocking. Then just come a knocking. <laughs> So what do you think about that uh, that last video? Actually, wow, uh, that's pretty much all I can say. Is wow. I mean, isn't that exactly what you want to be in the middle of when it all goes down? Yes. 
Yes, definitely. Yes, I've heard at the end of World War II when Germany was collapsing and all the uh, the Nazis and the secretaries and their girlfriends and lovers or whatever were like, female female right. lovers uh-huh. were trapped in these bunkers that there was like like no holes barred kind of sexual fucking just really I mean, if you're gonna die who gives a fuck who I cares hope I if die you get, fucking who cares if you get pregnant right who cares if you get syphilis. Who cares if you rip your butthole open? Right. Well, that last one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that last one I heard. But I'm just saying, if you're a right. chick, you're like, I never tried anal sex. Let's just fucking do it. Right. I don't know. I mean, Hitler fucked us over, so let's just you have a fucking German fucking fuck fest. Right. Why not? Fuck it. That sounds that's not, that, that that sounds like a name of a porno. A yeah, German, it does. Fu- German German a fuck fucking fest? German fuck fest. Fucking German fuck fest. Hard to say though. <laughs> a little bit. 